Total Greek with the Michel Thomas Method. Copyright 2011. In the methodology, Thomas Keymaster Languages, LLC. All rights reserved. In the content, Hara Garufalia Middle and Howard Middle. In the recording, Ashette UK. You're just about to experience a new and different approach to learning and to language learning that will give a practical and functional use of the new language within 10 to 12 hours of learning time. All this is achieved without memorizing, which means that there is never anything to memorize. This is achieved without learning by rote, without drills, without textbooks, without taking notes, and without homework, even mental homework. For you to learn Greek with this method, it is very important for you to be relaxed, to leave off any form of tension, of anxiety, which tends to be associated with the act of learning, and traditionally also, particularly, with language learning. Any form of anxiety, any form of tension, inhibits true and effective learning. Before starting, there are two ground rules that are very important. The first ground rule is for you never to worry about remembering and therefore never to try to remember because this is a method where the responsibility for your remembering is in the teaching and not with you, not with the learner. Therefore, there is no homework, even any mental homework. It's very important not to review even mentally what you have learned. Let it be absorbed and internalized to become knowledge. And what you know, you will not forget. Now I come to ground rule number two, that is also very important. And this is that in the course, I'm using two students as a teaching device in order to create a learning situation for three. You will become the third student in the group, and very quickly you will associate with the two students and the recording. You will become part of it. After I introduce a concept, I will follow it up in a practical way and show you how to formulate and express thoughts in sentences. First, those will be short sentences, then more and more complex and longer sentences. And whenever I say, how do you say it? At that point, it's very important, I repeat, very important for you to use the pause button on your playing device which gives you time to think it out, to think it through, and to respond out loud. After you have responded, you release the pause button. You will then get the response from one of the two students, and after that I will follow it through. And this is how you will experience a constant sense of progression, a constant sense of learning that you will find exciting, stimulating, and self-rewarding. Greek has been hugely influential throughout history on art, science, medicine, politics, in fact the whole of Western civilization. For example, ancient Greek was the language of the great poets like Homer, Omiros, the philosophers such as Plato and Socrates, Platon and Socrates, the great dramatists like Euripides and Aristophanes, Evripidis and Aristophanes, also the language of the New Testament.
Greek has left its mark on Romance languages through Latin and in the arts, music, medicine, and science. Think of all the ologies. Logos means word. We log on every day. Theology, study of religion. Geology, science of the earth. Think of all the graphs, meaning writing. Geography means writing or describing the earth. Autograph means writing by oneself, automatically, etc. Think of psychiatry, healing the soul. Yatros is doctor. And psychology, based on the Greek psychi, for the mind, soul. Think of the phones. We'll mention them in a minute. Modern Greek derives from ancient Greek, a bit the same as Shakespeare's English and the English of today. Modern Greek, like many other languages, has borrowed words from English and other languages, like computer, sandwich, cinema, bira, salata. But many international words are originally Greek, without perhaps us knowing. For example, telephone, literally distant voice, gramophone, literally written voice, symphony, literally voices together. Modern Greek has 24 letters. Only nine of them are different from the Roman alphabet that we use. The rest are the same or similar in shape and or sound. So now, let's begin learning a little bit of Greek. A sandwich is ena sandwich. An uzo is ena uzo. Please is parakalo. Notice the stress, parakalo. What would be a sandwich, please? Ena sandwich. Parakalo. En a sandwich. Parakalo. And en uso, please? En a uso. Parakalo. En a uso. Parakalo. The word for I is ego. Ego. It's the same word in English, only the pronunciation is different. Ego. You sometimes say he has a huge ego. When we speak normally, normal conversation, we don't need to use the word for I, except only when we want to, uh, to, to lay emphasis or to be more clear. Because in Greek, the ending of the verb tells us who is speaking or who is doing something. I want, or I would like, is thelo. Thelo. What would be, I want an uso? Thelo ena uso. Thelo ena uso. Mm -hmm. And what would be, I want a sandwich? Thelo ena sandwich. Mm -hmm. Thelo ena sandwich. And I want a sandwich, please. Thelo en a sandwich para calor. Thelo en a sandwich para calor. 
Now, what would be? I want a nuzo and a sandwich. The word for end is ke. Ke. So I want an uzo and a sandwich. Thelo ena uzo ke ena sandwich. Thelo ena uzo ke ena sandwich. The I form of a group of common Greek verbs ends in O. Thelo. I want is one of these verbs. I want, with emphasis on the I, is Ego thelo. Ego thelo. Ego thelo. And once more, Ego thelo. Ego thelo. Ego thelo. Ego thelo. But, as we said, in normal conversation, we don't use the word for I because the verb tells us who is speaking, who is doing something. So now, what would be, I want a uso, with emphasis on the I, please? Ego thelo ena uso parakalo. Ego thelo ena uso parakalo. What would be, I want a uso, please, without the emphasis on the I? Thelo ena uso parakalo. Thelo ena uso parakalo. I want a sandwich, please, without emphasis. Thelo ena sandwich parakalo. Thelo ena sandwich parakalo. In Greek, the endings of the verbs follow patterns. The U form of this group of verbs that end in O, the U form ends in ete. The I form ends in O. The U form ends in ete. So I want is... Thelo. Thelo. So what would be you want? Thelete. Thelete. You take off the I ending O and you add the ending for you, which is... Ette. So, to ask now a question, we don't need words like we do in English for a question. We say, do you want? You just use the same word in Greek, but you change the tone of your voice. You want is... Thelete. Thelete. Do you want is... Thelete. Thelete. So what would be, do you want a uso? Thelete ena uso. Thelete ena uso. And what would be, do you want a sandwich? Thelete ena sandwich. Thelete ena sandwich. So just, it's the tone of voice that we use for a question. You is a cis. So now what would be do you want a uso with emphasis on the you? Esis thelete ena uso. Good. Esis thelete ena uso. Do you want a uso? 
And what would be, do you want a sandwich, with emphasis on the you again? Εσείς θέλετε ένα sandwich? Εσείς θέλετε ένα sandwich. Do you want a sandwich? To answer yes, the Greek word is ne. Ne. And it sounds a little bit like no. Hmm? A little bit, anyway. So, how would we say, yes, I want a sandwich? Ne. Thelo and a sandwich. Ne. 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 Thelo and a sandwich. The word for no is ohi. Ohi. Sounds like okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ohi, okay. But okay, of course, it's the opposite of uh, ohi. No. Huh? Now, the word for not is then. Then. And it goes before the verb. So, what you really say if you want to say you don't want something, it's as if you're saying in English, not I want. So, how would it be I don't want? Then thelo. Then thelo. So, how would it be asking, do you want a sandwich? Thelete en a sandwich. Thelete en a sandwich. And answer, yes, I want a sandwich. Ne thelo en a sandwich. Ne thelo en a sandwich. Do you want a uso? Thelete ena uso? Thelete ena uso? And answer, no, I don't want an uso. Ochi, then thelo ena uso. Very good. Ochi, then thelo ena uso. A tea, as in a cup of tea, is ena tsai. Ena tsai. Now, what would be, do you want an uso? Thelete ena uso. Thelete ena uso. Now answer, no, I don't want an uso. Ochi, then thelo ena uso. Ochi, then thelo ena uso. I want a tea. Ego, thelo ena tsai. Ego, the stress on the o. Ego, 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 thelo ena tsai. Ego, thelo ena tsai. Ego, the sound of g is very soft and comes ego from the back of the throat, but it's not forced. It's not ego, it's ego, it's soft. Ego, thelo ena tsai. Ego. Very good. Thelo enatsai. Ego thelo enatsai. Is there a rule in Greek as to where you put the stress in a word? Well, there are some rules, but we cannot go into them ah. now because it is very, very complicated. But the written form, obviously, there is a stress on the words, so you know where to stress the words. That there's actually something written on of the words. Of course, word. there is a stress. It's like a, a an accent on the syllable of the word that is okay. stressed. So when you see it written, but now here we have to go by ear and, um, you know, you will get it. So 
How did we say, do you want a uzo? Thelete ena uzo. Thelete ena uzo. And answer, no, I don't want an uzo. I want a tea. Ochi, then thelo ena uzo, ergo thelo ena tsai. Ochi, then thelo ena uzo, ergo. Ergo thelo ena tsai. Ergo thelo ena tsai. Now, how do we say, don't you want an uzo? Then thelete ena uzo. Very good. Then thelete ena uzo. No, I don't. In Greek, there is no word for do. So you repeat the main verb. No, I don't want. Ochi, then thelo. Ochi, then thelo. Don't you want a sandwich? Then thelete en a sandwich. Then thelete en a sandwich. No, I don't. Ochi, then thelo. Ochi, then thelo.